Hello dudes, dudettes, duders, and everyone in between, and welcome to another edition of the Hollywood Fishbowl. This is a potpourri episode, and we got we got a couple little surprises here for you. We got a humdinger of an episode, if I do say so myself. First up, first up, we have the World Galaxy Dimension Universe premiere of I Got More Family. I just got I got so much family, and I cannot I cannot refuse them. So we have first an exclusive one of a kind. This is, I believe, this is the first interview on a podcast that Steve Hamilton, my nephew, has ever done. This he is breaking media silence for the first time in his life on the Hollywood Fishbowl. How can how can I hype something up that much and not give it to you right away without any ado? I give to you, Steve Hamilton. Drops. Morpheus is fighting Neo. Nailed it. Beautiful. Hello and welcome to the Fishbowl. I am your dutiful, loyal host, Jesse Kester. And today I am joined by the one, the only, the illustrious... Steven. Steven, my, my nephew. You're my nephew, right? Yes. Welcome to the party. Digging the music? Yes. Excellent. I, I like it pretty much, too. Uh, the music is about to end, and then we'll get into the normal conversation, okay? Okay. And here we go in three, two, one. It is done. Morpheus is done fighting Neo. How are you, Steve? I'm great. Can I call you Steve? Yes, you can call me Steve. All right. How we usually start the program is I ask five questions, and you'll have one minute to answer each question. So you can talk as long as you want, but then you'll hear a beep, and that means that you're, the time is up, okay? Okay. And um, if you if you find that you are finished before the beeping starts, then we can move on to the next question. That's not a problem, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. And the beepings will be heard. Question one, where did you grow up and how did that make you who you are today? I grew up in Pennsylvania and basically we moved... Mm-hmm. to this village so it ch- changed basically changed my my life by nothing because I was basically just a baby and I was and I wasn't able to sense my surroundings back when we moved do you have any memories from the apartment or were you to- too young I was too young okay I don't have any memories what do you think about this house? Do you like this house? Yes, I love it. What do you lo- what do you love about it so much? Basically everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. What's your favorite thing about this house? My favorite thing I don't have a favorite thing. Fair enough, fair enough. And time is up. You ready for question number two? Yes. Okay, we got we have a little bit of a break in between, so here we go. What is the must-engage media, the movie, the book, the album, um, the video game, we'll include that in the list, that changed your life the most? Axiom Verge. What? I don't know anything about Axiom Verge. Can you just tell me a little bit, explain it, the most basic version? It's a video game. And it changed your life more than Zelda. Yes. More than Minecraft. Yes. More than Candy Crush. Yes. What? Why? Why is it so special? Is it the story or the graphics or what? What do you like so much about it? The story. Okay. I really like the story, and it's very high tech. Oh, it like- has a lot of very high tech things in it. Yeah, yeah. There's pretty much nothing high tech in Zelda. That's kind of the point. Yeah. All right. Do you want to make your own video game one day? Yes, There will I do. be more questions about that. Well, time is up on question number two. Are you ready for question number three? Yes. Question number three. What is question? Oh, this one's easy. What is the greatest source of joy in your life? Video games. Okie dokie. <laughs> Moving on from Axiom Verge. What other video games do you like so much? Minecraft, Zelda, and... Metroid. Oh, very nice. Do you like to play the the two-dimensional Metroid games or the 3D Metroid games? Two-dimensional. The like Super Metroid or Yeah, Super oh, Metroid. Okay. Why do you like Metro Super Metroid? I just started playing that one and I love it. What do you like about because it? Because it's very similar to Axiom Verge. Okay. <laughs> 
It is. It's kind of got like a like a high tech feeling to it. But uh, there's no story in Metroid. Yes. There's you're just exploring a space station. Yeah. Excellent. Very very nice. You ready for the next question? Yes. All right. It's coming up. I don't know how to make it skip the thing. Up next. Okay. Here we go. Next question in four, three, two, one. Question four. What gets under your skin? What annoys you? Oh. And it's okay. You can answer this as if your mother is not in the room. (laughs) When my little brother keeps, like, saying the same thing right in my ear over and over and over again. (laughs) That is fair. Uh, How old is your brother? Two. Okay, so he doesn't have that many things he can say. Even if he said everything he possibly could say, eventually there would be some repetition, right? He has a lot of things he can say, though. Oh, okay. And that's the truth. Yes, I, I, I would not argue that. What what kind of things do you like to talk to him about? I like to talk to him about things that he will never learn about. That's very... I what? <laughs> that's very complicated. What What do you think he won't ever learn about? I don't think he'll ever learn... Please continue. I'm pausing the timer. I'm very curious. I I think it'll be a long time before he learns division, so I'm trying to explain it to him. Division? Have Division. Think about math. Does he know And multiplication. Hold on, hold on. Does he know numbers yet? <coughs> he knows up to five. That's okay. it. And he can can he write them down or just count them? Just count them. Oh, okay, okay. So have you explained the basics of addition, like one plus two is three? Yes, Okay. I have. And he enjoys that? Yes. Okay. Last question. What is the best advice you've received, and what is the best advice you want to give other people? The best advice I've ever gotten is don't stick your finger in an electrical socket. Hold on, stop, <laughs> rewind. Have you ever done that? No. Good. Always take that advice. Do not stick your finger in an electrical socket. Yes. And... What advice would you like to give other people? Don't stick your fingers in an electrical socket. Uh, okay. <laughs> we, we call that paying it forward. <laughs> I think we're done with five and five. Uh, do you want to hear the sound, the celebration sound for five and five? Yes. Do you want to do a couple? Yes. All right. Okay, I want to slow things down a little. You don't remember the old apartment. Do you remember when Dan was born? Yes. What What were you thinking about then? Like, what did it feel like for you to, to have a new brother in your life? Um, sort of annoying. <laughs> what was annoying about it? I mean, you must have been happy, too. Yes, but I basically had to do stuff on my own for a long time. Because he couldn't do things on his own, so I was oh, just Oh, like suddenly alone. all the attention... I was just alone yeah. for a long time. Like you have to learn how to play with your toys alone and read your books alone yes. and do everything alone. Yes. Was it frustrating or... It was sort of happy because then I could play games that my mom and dad wouldn't appreciate when I when they were looking at me. I have no further questions. I do not want to know anymore. But it is kind of nice because I was I was the second born. You're the first born. Uh, Dan is the second born. I was the second born. So, um, like, I don't know what it was like for Emily to have all the attention all by herself. I just know what it was like for me. And then by the time Selena got along, your mother, um, I think... <laughs> We were just kind of like they would let us play. There was really no rules at all. Do you do you like having rules or are they too annoying? Uh, some rules I don't like and some rules I like. I want to know about the rules that you do like. Which are the good ones for you? <laughs> don't eat too much candy. Why do you like that rule? Because I have eaten too much candy before. And you get sick from and it? And it is not fun. No, no, you get stomach achy. <laughs> Here's a question. Who has more rules, your mother or your grandmother? Mother. Really? My grandmother basically lets me do anything that I want at any time that I want. But sometimes rules are good. Yeah. You know, we call your grandma, sometimes we call her grandma sugar butt because she loves giving candy to kids so much. (laughs) 
Have you ever called her that? <laughs> no. Next time you see grandma, call her grandma sugar butt. <laughs> she'll be happy. <laughs> Do you deny it, Selena? I don't know. Okay. So, what grade are you in? I don't... Second. Second grade. Do you like it more than first grade? Yes. What do you like about school? Harder math. You really like math? Yeah. Is it just so you can have new things to lord over Dan Dan that you know that he doesn't? Yes. Okay. Why do you like math so much? What's fun about it? I think it's fun because it's like adding things. Adding mm-hmm. things and deleting things and making multiple groups of things. It's I like math a lot because there's always one answer. Yes. And that's kind of beautiful. Like yeah. With with literature or with science there's maybe dozens of answers or infinity answers, but with math you can always get one clean, nice, perfect answer. But there's a lot of different ways to get to that answer. That's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. Like one plus one is two. Two plus zero is two. Yep. For example. That's true. How far into multiplication are you? Mm, pretty far in, but I'm forgetting most of it because we're not learning it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I learned it in kindergarten because we... The school somehow did it. I, I, I just learned yeah. multiplication in kindergarten. So why are you forgetting it? <laughs> because it's been a long time since I've been in kindergarten, and I'm not relearning it. So what are you studying instead? Just basic addition and subtraction? We're learning three-digit addition right now. So like 125 plus 345, that kind of thing? Yes. Okay. That's and so do you do any like multiplication at home for fun? Yes, I do. Cuz it's uh, it's a little fun. I don't know if it's super fun. What's 5 times 5? Five? 5 times That's my 5 favorite one. equals 25. Yep, that was I don't know why in elementary school that was my favorite multiplication. <laughs> I just liked it a lot. Also 2 times 3 I liked. Yeah. Which is actually equal to six. It is. It is. But I'm forgetting a lot of it. That's that's a that's a shame. That's very frustrating. I wonder if your mother is frustrated too with the public school system. We don't have to get into all that. What other what what subjects do you not like in school? The only subjects that I don't like is. Writing. Wait, what? That's my favorite one. Because my hands get really tired. I mean, I like making up stories, but mm-hmm. my hands get so tired. And they don't let you use a keyboard or anything? No keyboards. Okay, that's that's okay. I think everybody Just should pencils. practice. You, you're right-handed. I'm right-handed. Okay, I'm left-handed, so when we did writing in school, my hand would get all marked up from the pencil and like dragging across it. So I, I I like writing, but I don't like writing with a pen or a pencil. What I have a question. You said you like making stories. Mm-hmm. Let's imagine that you were making a video game. What would the story be? The story would be like you're walking around and then you fall into a pit and you're in like a monster world and you have and you have to run away and fight some of the guys and basically find. And basically find the f- the millions of pieces of the shattered elevator that brought you down there to get back up. So the elevator shatters when it lands, like it's falling too fast. Yes. And when it lands, you kind of bounce out and it breaks into pieces and you have to get them back together. Yeah. Are you traveling alone or are you with a friend? You're traveling alone, but you can find friends that were kidnapped by monsters. Okay, so as you save these people, they become your friends. Yes. Are you going to take them back up the elevator with you? You take them up the elevator with you, and then basically, the more friends you get, the better the store, the better the ending of the story is. Oh, sweet, sweet, sweet! Now, it's like I, there's a different story for every amount of friends you have. Okay, and each person introduces like a new, a new part of the story, or a new different, different kind of kind of story. Yeah. Now, are these people down underground? Are they from the Earth's surface, or were they born underground? 
They were from the Earth's surface. Okay, so they want to go home. Yes. And they miss their families. This is actually not a bad idea. I kind of like this one. <laughs> do you ever, when you have ideas like this, do you ever write them write them down in a notebook or something, like just a couple of words to remind you later what the, what the good ideas were? No, actually. You should do that. Or if... Maybe if you have like a tape recorder or something, you can just say it instead of writing it down. Because as we've established, <laughs> writing is not very fun with a pencil yeah. on paper. <laughs> do you type? Do you know how to use a, a keyboard? Have the, yes, have I practice? do know how to use a keyboard. We code in library. What? Too. Are you joking? No. We, we didn't code when I was in school. What kind of coding do you do? Can you tell me about like, that? We play really fun games with coding and learn where all the keys are. Like one of, like for example, create your own emoji. Mm -hmm. So you like, created your own emoji? Yes, I created my own emoji. Is this something you can talk about in front of your mother, or did you create a very strange emoji that's gross? I was able to do it in front of my mother. Excellent! I, I like that kind it. of report. I made what, what was my your emoji? Teachers Name is Mrs. Evans, and I made it look just like Mrs. Evans. Your emoji? Yes, and I turned it into a, I turned it into a Christmas picture for her. Okay, that is so super sweet. I think you might yeah. be a good student. Everybody was supposed to do that, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that was your idea. See, you could have let me believe that it was your own idea, and I never would have been the wiser. Thank you for your honesty. Okay. Do you think honesty is important? Yes, I think it's very important. The first time I lied, I had no video games for a long time. Oh, what what did you lie about? So we had fun Friday, and all my and all the things that I wanted to do were already taken up by a bunch of people. And basically, <laughs> I I lied by saying I had nothing to do, but I actually found a way to enjoy myself. So you could have done something, but because you couldn't do your favorite thing, you wanted to do nothing? I actually found a good way to have fun. Mm -hmm. And what? But I, like, pretended that nothing was open. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Like, you really nothing, wanted your favorite thing. There was thing. no room left. Okay, okay. And then your parents found out and you lost video games for a week? Yes. Okay. So... I have a question. Longer than a week. Really? Is that okay? <laughs> I was I was just exaggerating. I was just over exaggerating. <laughs> Let's talk about the difference between exaggerating a little bit to make a story good and lying. Is there a difference? Yes, there's a big difference. <laughs> Are you worried that you're about to lose video games for a week right now? No. Okay, good, good, good. I, I hope that you wouldn't be worried about that. I like your idea for a video game very, very much. Mm -hmm. I have a question. What do you think you'll be like when you're a grown-up? When I'm a grown-up, mm -hmm. I think I'll be working on an Iron Forge. A safe bet. That's what, what. Why do you love iron forges so much? What do you like about them? I, if if it's an open if it's an open place, then it's going to warm me up, and I would like to forge swords and knives and stuff. Oh, okay. I and axes. Can you do me a favor? Yes. Can you ring the bell just once, and we can pull out one question from the fishbowl? All right. What do we got? We're gonna trust mom. How can we support you? How can we support you? What could I be doing to make your life easier and better? My life is already easy and good. Awesome. <laughs> oh, do you want to hear a sound effect when you ring the bell? Yes, yes. Many of them written by burlesquers. <laughs> All right, next question. What have you got? So what did you learn recently that you had no idea about? Oh, new known. We have music for this. Are you ready? 
Hey dudes, dudettes and duders, it's time for New Known on the Hollywood Fishbowl. We're looking at things that we didn't know, but we just found out recently. So, what is something that you didn't know, but now you do know? That there are bosses in Axiom Verge that you don't have to fight. So there are side, side missions, side quests? They're not even side quests. You get nothing for beating them. They just annoy you. Well, why would anyone want to be annoyed? It's, it just makes the game harder. Okay. Basically, that was it. new known. We're going to do one more, and then we're going to wind down. Oh, oh, hold on. We need to get that sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here you go. You ready? He likes that one. What is the what is the best thing you've ever drank? Describe the feeling and experience. Orange Crush. Orange Crush. What is it? What is the experience of drinking Orange Crush? That it's fizzy and orangey and sweet and it tastes like an orange creamsicle. Oh, beautiful. I have one quick question. Who is your favorite uncle with a podcast? Jesse, because you're the only one. Uh, well, you didn't have to say it. You could have just <laughs> let it sit like that. All right. Now it is time to wind down. Are you ready to wind down? Yes. This has been the Hollywood Fishbowl. And I've been your host, Jesse Kester. I will continue to be Jesse Kester as long as I live. If you enjoyed what you heard, you can find us at www.hollywoodfishbowl.com. Or on Twitter or Instagram at hwfishbowl.com. Right. Would you like some more sound effects? Yes. This has been the Hollywood Fishbowl, and we are grateful that you listened. Goodbye! 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 Drops. And we're back. Welcome to the second half of the Potpourri Hollywood Fishbowl, and we are doing an Oreo sandwich, wherein the cookies are my family, and the cream. Of course, it can only be the one I, I, I describe her as the cream of the crop. There's no reason she wouldn't be the cream of the Oreo cookie as well. We have got zoo employee Jackie Waldman back on the episode. Now, the reason I had her back on was first, primarily, because I am curious about what it's like to work in a zoo. It's something I've never done, but something I've thought about ever since watching Dead Alive. So I figured why not have her back on to talk a little bit about life at the zoo and life evacuating the zoo. Now, that is not, obviously, that's not the only reason I invited Jackie over for a cup of tea. But that's the primary reason. The secondary, tertiary, quadruciary reasons they're going to have to remain a secret, but rest assured, listener, there's some big announcements coming up in 2019, and I want each and every one of you to be a part of those announcements, so please stay tuned, not just for this episode, but for every episode as I drop hints as to what we're building this year. Who am I nervous about building it? But... None of that means anything until it's actually in motion. We are not putting any carts before any horses. I am not going to worry on air about things that may not happen. There I am worrying again, and look at me getting into all this ado when I promised you none. So without further ado, I give to you once more, Jackie Waldman. Drops. And welcome back to the Hollywood Fishbowl. Today we are joined once again by the one, the only, the... the <laughs> <laughs> the illustrious Jackie Waldman who draws drops this is I guess we're gonna have to tick the uh um explicit content oh, on this one oh man 
that. Oh, well. Sorry, kids. You brought this on yourself. How have you been? Congratulations on making it to 2019. Woo! Yes, you too. We did it. We did it, but also you did it. Also, yeah, I did. I made it. What have you got cooking? What are the irons in the fire? Oh. What can we look forward to? Yes, yes, I do have a fire going. Um, You can look forward to Dubset, my improv team uh, at the Pack Theater. We just got a new spot on the third Tuesday of each month. Congratulations. Uh, So excited about that. Mm -hmm. I have always said that the third Tuesday is the finest Tuesday in each month. Yeah. Tuesday one, it's all too fresh. You don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Tuesday two. Uh, that's like Hump Tuesday. Yeah. Third one is like you know the party's coming. The mon- end of the month is coming. But the third, fourth Tuesday, you're too blitzed anyway to really enjoy it. So it's the you got the sweet spot. Wow. Thank you. Yes. Congratulations. Yeah, that was a lot of thought put into that. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I also just uh, had my birthday, so that's I, fun. I would have been just as happy if you left day off, like if you had had a, a child in the interim and not told anyone. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had a baby. Congratulations. How was your birthday? Did you do anything special? I did. Uh, It was really fun. Uh, It was January 12th, and Mm -hmm. um, it was a Saturday for once. I have always said that the 12th is the best day of... Out of all the days. Uh, no, it was fun. I went and hung out with my grandpa, who I'm real close to. Um, we went and got breakfast, so that was mm-hmm. nice. And then I went to UCB because the UCB 4 performed. <gasps> Wait, oh, 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 is Amy Poehler? Am yeah. I getting that right? Look at yeah. me with my knowledge. Yeah, the Amy Poehler. Call me out for the trivia night when they do UCB. <laughs> Who's in You'll which be on show? on my team. <laughs> Was yes. she there that night? Did she, she make was. it? Was she, she and so good? was her child, who was interesting. Wait, on stage? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's like mad nepotism. That's so unfair. At one point, so they're standing up on stage and they're starting to introduce the show, and then at one point you just hear ooh, and it's and your first thought child. is a ghost. The, the, the theater itself <laughs> is haunted. Close is that yeah. you? Um, no, it was her child, mm-hmm. uh, and I think he just went like behind the curtain and had um, earbuds in so he couldn't hear but she had to like go wrangle him and be like no no so it was great Um, she was very good Uh, and you know the other three were there Matt uh, Matt Besser and Ian Roberts and and Matt Walsh so it was really cool to see them a lot of cool people there Andy Richter from Conan in the audience or on stage on stage that's awesome he was so funny he is he is very very sharp I like him a lot yeah he was on it and uh, Horatio Sands from SNL was there and he Mm -hmm. was as well he was just this sounds like a hell of a show yeah it was great and this was your birthday like your birthday celebration yeah and it fell on my birthday I was like oh how perfect that's awesome Mm -hmm. congratulations thank you Thank you. You You're here for a reason. Let's be honest. I'm here for the tea. (laughs) (laughs) Enough of this beating around the bush. You have wisdom that I desire. Yes. You have knowledge and insight that I will purchase with tea. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) Um, You know something I don't know, and I want to know it. Okay. Uh, recently, not too recently, it's a little bit in the rear view. We had those those fires here in Los Angeles. Yep. Um, You work in a zoo. I do, the L.A. Zoo. Now, it had never occurred to me to think of what you do with animals when there is a raging fire near the zoo. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know... I do. ...what to do. I do. I worked on my own plan. <laughs> okay, let's hear I'm going to pitch my plan, it's, and then we'll hear what we'll you actually do. We'll see how close it is. This is the best I could come up with. Great. I was thinking about this for a week. Birds, easy. Open the roof. Oh, yep. All right. Did I get that one right? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just have like a roof, like on a dome, well, like or like a that net just, that where? you guys can climb up in with scissors. <laughs> just let them go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay, so I didn't get that one right. Other, uh, everything else. Uh huh. There's a train tracks that runs through the center of the zoo. Uh huh. <laughs> and you get like one of those circus trains that can hold elephants and giraffes. Oh, like the animal cracker box. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Anything that's not a bird mm-hmm. ends up on the circus train. Okay. Nailed it. Uh, nope. 
What craptacular <laughs> plan have you guys concocted? Yeah, I know. Ours is real crap compared to that. What What do you um, actually do? Like, what is what is the procedure? When yeah. first of all, when do you make the call to evacuate the animals? Is mm-hmm. that uh, when? How? When do you do that? Mm-hmm. Who makes that call? Even? Yeah. Um, so with that specific fire, it was. Uh, on the hill right where the bird show happens. We have this really cool bird show with all these trained insane birds. Is it the uh, Waterworld bird stunt <laughs> spectacular? <laughs> That's That would be everything. I wish it was. They do do cool stunts um, and you do get to see birds like fly right over your head very really? close to you. Which ones? There's a big old owl that mm-hmm. does that to show how silent they are when they do oh, fly. Yeah. You cannot hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it flies phew, this close to your head. Um, so anyway, so those birds uh, were closest to the fire. That's that's what was of concern, I guess, that morning. I wasn't there, but I did hear all about it. Um, so what they did is they got the birds and they put them into their carriers and they took them way down the hill into our classrooms where we have like zoo camp and zoo classes. Um, and that's it. They just took the birds because the birds are very sensitive to the smoke. Uh So that was their big concern. Yeah, yeah. Um, So they took them in their carriers. They just relocated them for a while. Uh, Who makes that call? The keepers, I think, and the probably uh, some sort of board person. Maybe John Lewis, who's the director of the zoo. Um, but I know that day the keepers were working their butts off to get the birds out of there. And then our staff, the education staff, which I'm on, um, also helped transfer the birds down the hill. And what do you do? Get them in in cages and carry them or? Yeah. I mean, we have, we have, um, carts, big Mm -hmm. zoo carts. Um, but I think that day they just kind of them down the hill to the classrooms and inside so they they had you know filtration from the smoke because it was Mm -hmm. a smoky day um and i heard that fire started uh from homeless i want to say um from like a a person that's living up there in the hill with Mm -hmm. you know having a fire um and it just caught real quick and they shut the zoo down that day Uh, the zoo is open 364 days a year they're only closed on christmas and i guess they haven't closed like that in a long long time but they had to so that's that's a manageable one. Mm-hmm. What happens in a bigger like is there ever a situation where you have to get the animals on flatbed trucks and get them somewhere else or like what they're mo- all, all I'm imagining is do you remember at the end of 12 monkeys when all the animals are running through the city? Nope, not nope. recent enough. Okie dokie. <laughs> Moving on. But I do remember Jumanji. Do you what I, what I meant to say was do you remember that movie Jumanji? Uh-huh. Are we yep. talking Kevin Hart or Robin Williams right now? No, Robin Williams. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm right there forever. with you. Yeah. Um yeah, so as far as I know, they a lot of the time they will have the animals. All the animals have like a bedroom area or like a okay. backstage kind of safe area where they go to sleep at night. So a lot of the animals are trained and they know to go back there. And they even, the zoo has emergency um, trainings kind of all the time. Like they just did not too long ago, a practice tiger got out of its enclosure Mm -hmm. uh, procedure. Um, And so the keepers had to act like the tiger really had escaped. And, you know, it was during a regular normal zoo day. So we had to practice with them getting guests out and safe um, using walkies. We we all have walkies as communication. Uh, So, yeah, we do practice that. And I would think if it came to like a big, big emergency, yeah, they would have to get the animals out of there with trucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. a lot of them are trained, so they'd be okay to go into kind of um, cases and things like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Are they, what kind of training can they have? Like, is there is there certain uh, the animals in a zoo are less prone to panicking than a wild animal? Uh, they rely on their their trainers to kind of keep calm. What what? Uh, the, imagine 
hypothetically that you were sitting across the table from somebody with zero information right now. Yes. Um, so then sure. subtract some information okay. from that. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's a really good question. Um, well, the zoo uses and the keepers use positive reinforcement uh, a lot of the times with training. So uh, they'll ask, for instance, the elephants to lift their foot, and then the elephant will do that, hopefully, uh, and then they'll feed them a special treat like an apple or a carrot. Um, and then the elephant's like, great, uh, I know that this is a behavior they want me to do. Mm -hmm. um, and we do that training with them for desensitize. Ooh, desensitization uh, to touch um, and to draw blood and things like that for yep, vet visits. Yep, 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 yep. So um, using that same idea, uh, I believe they would use that in a state of emergency. Um, I think that the a lot of the times the animals do have a tight bond with the keeper. Mm -hmm. So I think they would be calmer. I mean, I'm not promising anything, but uh, <laughs> they, they, uh, you know, do have this tight bond with the keeper and with that positive reinforcement. I think that's definitely helpful. And then I guess that's like, when I go to the dentist, mm -hmm. um, I tell the dentist to describe everything they're doing in my mouth just because it keeps me, it gives me something to do yeah. and think about while they're grinding away or whatever they're doing. <laughs> But I, I wonder if that type of like lift the leg, get an apple is a good way to keep an animal from panic. If they're at the brink of a panic and you can be like, no, 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 what we're doing now instead of panicking is lifting our leg and eating an apple. If it's a good mm. way to pull an animal back from a ledge of fear, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Um, question. Sure. There was no question in there. So we'll okay. swing by it as, as quickly <laughs> as possible. Um what other types of emergencies are you guys preparing for? Because yeah. you've already listed a tiger escaping, which I guess I should have imagined is something that you guys should be preparing for. Sure. But like, what other things have I not imagined just because this isn't what I'd spend my time imagining? Yeah, we have um, a whole when I when I first got hired, uh, they gave us these little laminated cards of everything that we need to do, all the procedures that we have as education staff. Um, and some of those included like a fire, if a fire breaks out, um, if of course, if there's an active shooter, um, animal escapes. What's the procedure for active shooter? Is it get everyone down or? Yeah. I mean, we, we discussed it a little bit in our, uh, we watch like the safety video and, um, it's under the branch of, um, Los Angeles. So it wasn't really or Los Angeles city. Um, mm -hmm. so it wasn't like, it wasn't super specific. specific it was just zoo. what anyone just should like, do in this yeah, situation. Hide if you can, um, you know, call 911 if you mm -hmm. can, of course. Um, so, um, we have like these on little cards, um, animal escapes. If kids, you know, of course are missing, um, or parents are missing, um, things like that. What else? I know we, we're preparing for other, other stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, earthquakes, of course, yep. um, yeah, any natural disaster like that. Um, and we have had a few weird things happen. If you if you really want to get stuck in YouTube, uh, you should look up uh, different people breaking into exhibits at the LA Zoo over the years. We had one woman. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's I'm on YouTube. Um, one woman decided to climb down into the elephant exhibit and she went... Uh, there's kind of these different, um, ropes, if you will, or not ropes. They're, they're made out of wire, mm -hmm. um, but they're like rope width. And she climbed through them, uh, and she went into the elephant exhibit and two of our female elephants were there and she went up and hugged the elephants. Now she was okay, which is surprising. Uh, they didn't seem to mind, but she could have definitely been hurt. Yeah. Yeah. We have those kind of things happen often, which is like people. What are you doing? Do you ever do you ever hear stories about what they were hoping would happen in that city? Like what they were thinking, why they thought it would be okay to do that terrible thing? It mm. seems obviously mm -hmm. not a good idea. Yeah. Well, for instance, like we just had, I don't know if you've heard about the hippo slap heard round LA, but 
there was a guy. When did this happen? I was out of town. Um, a few months ago, to the end of. I was totally in town. Okay. <laughs> I should have heard the slap you heard around heard the hippo the city. Slap. Yeah. What is what is a hippo slap? First of all, is it somebody slapping a hippo or is it? Yes. Okay. Someone had the huevos to mm-hmm. go into the hippo exhibit, lean over and slap one of the hippos on its butt. How, what what happens next on a hippo slap? Uh, the hippo would likely become agitated, and they okay. are one of the most dangerous animals in Africa. Okay. So probably not a good idea. And the best part was this is all on film because he was trying to impress the lady he was with. Did he get in her pants? Probably. I, I love no our doubt. species. I love our species so much. Yes. That was premature. What else do we need to know about zoo safety? Zoo safety. Um, <clears throat> watch your children. What, what constitutes a zoo? If I have one squirrel, do I have a zoo? <laughs> I think it uh, is up to the AZA, the American Zoo Association, to accredit it. Oh, those elitist pieces yeah. of shit never sign off on my squirrel zoo. Oh, I'm sorry. Your squirrel zoo. <laughs> I'm a little sick of their... Oh. Their nose in the air attitude. They're highfalutin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Other zoo things to know. Um, yeah, watch your kids. Like the uh, some guy was telling me over at the DC National Zoo, uh, you can't get anywhere near the animals. Like it's a, you're far, far away from them, and you can only see the animals from very far. But at the LA Zoo. Mm-hmm. You can get extremely close to them. Uh, I've seen parents pick up their kids and put them right on the, like, standing on the um, edge of the meerkat exhibit. Mm-hmm. And kids have been close enough to, like, if they wanted to, they could reach out and touch them. Uh, there's no glass or anything like that. So. Have you seen I'm, it? I mean, in your time working there, how long have you been there, first of all? I am still new. I've been there four months. Okay. Yeah. Have you have there been any injuries from all this all this knuckleheaded behavior or not really? Not any serious ones That's that I've good to hear. I've known or I seen. Hope, I yeah. hope everyone stays well behaved at the zoo. Yeah, me too. It surprises me when I see things like that. Cause I'm like, I mean, it's a meerkat, fine, but still like yeah. you know. They're dangerous. They're territorial. Also, it's just like, even if there were no meerkats, you don't want to be dropping your kids into something that's... Into a pit. Into a pit, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it is. It is. It's a pit. Even if it were pillows and marshmallows down there, it's still going to be a bit of an ordeal getting your kid out. Or like we have... Do you have a marshmallow and pillow exhibit? No. Follow-up question, why not? We have... Oh, I'm trying to think of what's like a marshmallow. <laughs> I can't think of anything that's Pillows. <laughs> like a marshmallow or a pillow. But we I was going to say we do have a contact yard. It's called Muriel's Ranch where you can mm-hmm. go and pet the goats and the sheep. And the thing that I see a lot there is, you know, the goats, they get... Um, they get excited and agitated and so they will headbutt each other mm-hmm. and people will just stand like while they're, I mean, headbutting each other super close, they'll just stand there. I'm like, guys, let's, let's get out let's of the way. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. They have horns. They play rough. Yeah. And parents will not move their little toddlers. And mm-hmm. then I have seen a few kids get knocked down. Yeah. Like, I believe well, that. Well, I um, tried. Yeah. Yeah. Concussion for you. <laughs> do you guys keep a concussion scoreboard in the back oh, room oh <laughs> another pocketing that idea you can have that one for free and please yes. take the first poll this is yes the poll and Ooh. We, what have you got what have you got you, you're getting me so people excited. often assume that i fill in the blank hmm People, people assume often about you? assume that I am a goody goody. I think a lot of people think like, "Oh, she's so cute and good," um, and I am. But like, I'm into badass. <laughs> and <stuff>. I am. <laughs> I'm into let some let me go ahead stuff. and confirm what you suspect about me. <laughs> but, but I'm still a badass. I think. 
Like I, I have tattoos and people are always surprised when they, when they find that out about me. Let's see, like, let's see at least one of these tattoos. What have you got? Is it something nicey nicey or is it rough and tough? Well, I'll have to show you my butt. Just kidding. Um, I have, uh, one on my wrist. Oh, it is. Um, perfect for what you're talking about, where it is a delightful little flower. I had seen it out of the corner of my eye earlier. It Mm -hmm. is a pretty flower, unless you look closer and and then you notice that it is a skull in the center. Because at 19, I was like, I'm a badass, let me prove it. But that's, that's, that's (laughs) emblematic of exactly this question. It's, it's delicate and lovely on the outside and rough. Bad to yeah. the bone on the inside. Yeah. What other, what other, what other uh, mean streaks do you have in mm. your in your soul? Um, I was a little bit of a bully in high school, uh, not to other people, but like to my teacher. That <laughs> you're gonna say to yourself because that does not <laughs> count at all. That too. No, I, I, uh, my friends and I, we like to prank our teachers mm-hmm. and our neighbors with really big, elaborate pranks. Um, like one time, we collected about. Mm, 70 to 80 traffic cones throughout the city mm-hmm. and we piled them up in our friend's truck we went to uh mr benanti our band director we went to his house because we knew where he lived and we set those cones from his driveway into like a busy street so we directed traffic into from his the driveway. busy street into <laughs> his driveway and just sat back and watched it all unfold. That's actually a very good brag. Yeah, That's it was one a of a lot our of best. work and a lot of reward. Oh, absolutely. We uh, one time we also got a pinata and we filled it with lube. Uh, and we hung it over his door, mm-hmm. um, with a big banner that said, RIP, Mr. Benanti. And we, we lit about a hundred of those like Catholic, uh, Jesus candles mm-hmm. all over his driveway and just left. Now you realize that this is like psychotic <laughs> Yeah, that he walked out to a death threat in yeah. his mind. There's no way for a person to see that <laughs> except as a death threat. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. See, so I'm mean. How I'm do you mean. justify this behavior? Oh, it was fun. Okay. You're <laughs> actually really cruel yeah. to Mr. Benanti. Have you talked to him since then? Have you said you like, yeah, what? that was kind of fucked up that we... We got caught. We did. Good. Uh, I'm glad you did. <laughs> when we were doing the RIP Mr. Benanti mm-hmm. one. The, the What would be read as a death threat. Yeah. His neighbors saw and thought we were trying to set his house on fire. Mm-hmm. So they, the guy came over with a phone and he was on the phone with the police and he was like, what are you kids doing? And we told him, we we're like, we're so sorry. We're just pranking him. We'll take it down. We'll clean it up. We're sorry. We're good kids. <laughs> and he was like, officer, these kids are being combative with me and we we're like what so the cops came you know what we had it all cleaned up you could you could do whatever song and dance you want right now about how you were well behaved what you did was horrible <laughs> we did all of our pranks also to mr benanti did was all mr benanti cool was he like he oh was those kids awesome oh okay yeah. that changes the context completely yeah. and from what i heard he kept one of the jesus candles and brought it and put it on his desk at school Excellent. Okay. Okay. So you guys were cool. So we were cool. This guy, he wasn't traumatized. No. From, no. Okay. 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 He, okay. Okay. Actually, when the cops got there, they knocked on his door and he came outside and he was like, oh, I know these kids. Just <laughs> like, it's okay, officers. It's fine. So I'm, cool. I'm glad Mr. Benanti was cool. Yeah. And- shout out to Mr. B. Because I know he's listening. <laughs> I pray he is. Uh, please, please write in. If you are Mr. Benanti, please do send us an email. Yes. I think you, we can be reached. I don't even know what our email is. Oh, no. The uh, Hollywood Fishbowl oh, at Hotmail.com. At HW Fishbowl on Instagram and Twitter. But we'll get to that later. Oh, do, ooh, what kind of host am I? Go for it. Oh, turn. my turn. Your turn. I'm going to go from the bottom. Oh. Now that I know what a bad girl you are if i asked people who've worked with you what your biggest weakness is what would they say (laughs) and i don't want any of that she works too hard bullshit or she cares too much damn it don't be don't be hiding behind any of that nonsense well well, let's see this. Who, who, uh, and let's go. I want. I want two answers. I want one from the zoo and one from your your work in improv. 
Oh, uh, definitely. I already know my improv people, my friend, Eric Escobar, who has known me a long time. Shout out to to Miss E. Yeah. Yeah. Eric. Um, (laughs) he calls me Jizzle. Hold on. That's his nickname from me. I've got to load up the ham horn because you're really going all in on these. (laughs) First, this one's for Mr. B. And this one is for Eric. Yeah, Jizzle. Um, I'll keep that ready in case you say anything else in that intonation. Uh, He would, he and my whole college improv team uh, always used to make fun of me for my space work. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if you're not familiar with improv, space work is... um, the imaginary stuff that you're doing in your environment. If you're in a kitchen, you're, uh, mm-hmm. you know, whisking in a bowl with your hand. Um, nothing there. So they would Shoveling always in make a graveyard, fun of me. whatever yeah. it is. Oh, great scene. Yes. Love graveyard scenes. Um, so so, much, I would so al- much room for sex. <laughs> yes. Um, so I would always open cupboards like mm-hmm. they'd call them fairy hands because I'd open things like oh, not in the correct you way. You wouldn't grab the knob. No. Oh, you would like, touch it with your fingertips as if you were a Navi and then yeah. coax it out. Yeah, but I always did it with this like finesse, this like showgirl finesse. And they would just make fun of me all the time. And at the zoo? And at the zoo? Ooh, well, it's a bit intimidating for me because all of my, a lot of my coworkers are, have these crazy biology degrees or zoology degrees, or they've worked on a reserve in Africa. Um, So they're all very well trained and knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I have to catch up a lot. Like I'm doing my own research to catch up um, because they know all these cool facts and I'm like oh I want to know that so I think they'd be like oh her biggest biggest weakness is she just uh isn't as knowledgeable yeah 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 you're kind of like the third wheel yeah in a lot of situations at the zoo yeah yeah or like all a lot of times uh people will be like oh what's the giraffe gestation period and the other day I was like oh I'm I'm pretty sure it's like the same as us about nine months. And then someone was like, what? No, it's like 12 to 14. I was like, okay, sorry. I'm glad we had that answered. I'm I'm so happy I didn't have to demand (laughs) you you explain that. (laughs) Your turn. Mm. We'll do one for you and one for me. And then we've got, we've got a, you have a huge honor to fulfill today. And that is great. There it is. There it is. We always wait for it. Oh, it's my favorite part of any episode. Damn it. We got to break in the 2019 fishbowl marquee, and that's you are the the inaugural signature. Yes. No. No dicks. dicks. Zero dicks. The no maximum dicks. number. Dicks. Hang on. <laughs> yes. Maximum number of dicks is zero or fewer. But he didn't say no to a vagina. I was going to talk to you uh. about that after we were off mic. <laughs> you are not allowed to put little. Uh, parentheses inside one of the O's and make it a vagina. Just <laughs> so it. we're clear. He knew my plan. I was thinking about this all morning. I was I was going to talk to you about the O's. Oh my <laughs> no God. vagina. You're like O's. you're like my school teacher. You have to sit down and you're like, oh, okay, no, Jackie, we have to have a talk. I knew you were gonna monkey paw that shit. Like yeah. I would say no dicks and then you'd make the the wish turn evil on yes. me. Yes. Um okay, fine. Alright, so <laughs> the the pull is uh, do you have scary nightmares? Nightmares. I don't nightmares, think we've ever gotten that one, that one, that one. Who wrote that? JK. Just kidding. Or John Kester, my father. Or, or, oh, I got your father's you, thing yes. last time. Yes, Movie Mad Libs, I believe. Oh. First of all, Dad, this is way better than Movie Mad Libs. I'm so happy that we have an answerable question <laughs> from you. That's a really good one. Uh, do I have scary nightmares? No. I really don't. Um, Did you ever? Hmm. I think when I was a kid, I did. Every now and then I'll have like a bad dream where like it's something terrible. Like my boyfriend breaks up with me, but I I don't have like uh, spooky dreams with like big crazy monsters or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I usually don't. uh, Yeah, I don't recall any crazy nightmares. Sorry to disappoint. I don't think that's disappointing at all. I think as we get um, healthier and closer to our truer selves, those nightmares become fewer and farther between. Swinky, when we started dating, Mm -hmm. like once a week at least would have 
night terrors that we'd have to talk down for like 20 minutes after it woke her up. And as we go on and on, uh, they became fewer and farther between and quieter when they did happen. Yay. You fixed it. I, as a couple, we, (laughs) the part, the coupling fixed it. Cause I had known her for years before then and I didn't do shit for fixing her. (laughs) What, what, can I ask what some of the night terrors were? Were they, um, sci-fi-y? You can. I'm going to try to remember because, and I've told her this, I like zone out whenever anyone's telling me what dream they had because none of it makes any sense. And yes. But the, I believe that there are like horrible bathrooms with cockroaches that she can't get out of. <gasps> oh, and that's spooky. Specters in the house, people without bodies in the house. Oh my gosh, I just got chills. Yeah, really, oh. really, really horrible, fundamentally discomforting things uh-huh. uh, that I'm happy that they're fewer and farther. Yeah, between that's great. For, for Now watch. I'm going to go and have nightmares tonight. Watch. watch. I would feel terrible. <laughs> I would feel terrible. If you wanted to prank me, go ahead and don't have nightmares, but then tell me that you did. And I will feel like so fundamentally broken if that happens. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm surprised I don't have nightmares because I often eat late. And, you know, they say, oh, like, oh, yeah, if you yeah, eat yeah. late. There's more gravy to you than there is grave, mm, I believe, what? is a mangling of that quote. That's uh, Ebenezer Scrooge when he sees oh. Marley for the first time. He's blaming it on his food and he feels good about his little joke, oh, wow. even though it doesn't dispel the spirit. What a fun little moment. Yeah. I, I love that story, but I didn't. I didn't remember that. That's, it's That's it's nice. the pun. I liked the pun in the book. Everything <laughs> else I could give or take, but the pun stuck. The pun stuck. <laughs> um, no. You want to do one more or you want to get out of here? Let's do one more. I'm going to give fun. it to you. You do it. <laughs> pull a good one. If you pull a lame one. <sighs> Mad libs. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, where is your favorite place to hide in L.A.? Oh, I love this question. I hope you answer it then. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Will it compromise your hiding place if we know? I know. I thought about that. Um, but no, it's okay. I've already Yelp reviewed it, so it's out there. <laughs> Not it's much of there. a hiding place if it's on Yelp. <laughs> um, is, it, is it classified as a restaurant, a cafe, or a hiding place? <laughs> None. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a oh, it's got a long name. It's like Venislavsky Panorama, Venislavsky. It's like some you long... used a word that was a word, then another word that was a word, and then you just <laughs> didn't use. And then it fell apart. <laughs> it's called like the Vishnilaskasky Panorama, and I'm it's sure they're grateful for of... the plug. <laughs> You're nailing right now. (laughs) It's some sort of uh, Polish or Russian name, but it's a technically a museum and it's all about the panorama uh, kind of exhibits that used to be popular back in, I want to say the early 1900s, maybe. You got me goddamn Um, hypnotized right now. Yes. And it's so cool because it's in this little old house and you go inside, you go upstairs and you're suddenly in the Arctic and it's a round room and the walls all are painted like the Arctic and they have fake um, ice caps in there and the sounds of like a stream running. And so you're supposed to, it was supposed to be for like <laughs> Sorry, that's... panorama. I was trying, I was trying to Google it. I was not trying to air horn you into silence. Panorama. What neighborhood is it in? Oh, Midtown, I want to say. Panorama. But it was supposed to transport, you know, people back to a time before, uh, if you couldn't read, this was like a way to get into it without reading. Yeah. Um, and it's such a cool place. I have a t-shirt. The Velaslavase <laughs> yes. Panorama the Museum in Los Angeles. Yes. It's uh, down on 24th Street, right off the 10. Yes. Um, and hopefully they have a website because I want to go there now. Yes, you have to go. It's so cool. I was picking on your plug. Uh, website is panoramaonview.org. Yes. So I, I take back every little mm-hmm. jib and jab That's I did right. at your plug. That's right. Because it, it turned out to be a rock solid one. Yeah, it's a gem. It only has like 
30 something reviews on Yelp. Mm -hmm. And in the back, when you come out, there's a little garden with like a little garden house that you can go into. Ugh, it's so relaxing. It's free. It's great. I'm I gonna, love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna save that one for when Swinky gets here. And, yeah. And oh, yeah. that's gonna be one of our first dates. It sounds yes. like a really nice It's a really nice date place for sure. And then um our second date will be to the zoo to tell you what we thought about <gasps> yes. it. Yes, come feed the flamingos. We will. Yeah. I'm gonna go do that right now. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, where can people find you before oh, we right, before right, right, we... right. Um you can find me on the gram at uh deer uh D-E-E-R, like the animal, underscore Jackie, J-A-C-Q-U-I-E. Find me. <laughs> I'm trying to load up that ham horn just in case you do something that Dear wants. Jackie. Hell yeah. Uh, all right, let's get out of here. Let's get you to sign this thing. No monkey paw situation on no my dicks. on my watch. All right. Drops. What of that Oreo cookie? I hear you, hypothetical listener, real listener, hypothetical question. I just have to make that distinction right away. What of that Oreo cookie? You said that there were two cookies. And one cream. We've gotten through one cookie. We've gotten through one cream. Who is the final bit of cookie on this? It is my mother, my darling mother. Now, we are breaking two cardinal rules of the Hollywood Fishbowl. Number one, we do not give people an opportunity to correct their five-in-five questions. They're meant to be off the cuff. They're meant to be intense. They're meant to be delivered in an overly short amount of time, an underly long amount of time an appropriately insignificant amount of time. It's my mother. I can't say no. If she has a better answer and she wants to give it, I will let her on. The other cardinal rule of the Hollywood Fishbowl that we are breaking on this episode is no phone interviews. I do not like the sound of a telephone. I just think it's too tinny. Look, Alexander Graham Bell, if we could have gotten like a little low-end register, maybe you could have talked to Dr. Dre before you released your telephones. I would enjoy them more, but as it stands, they are way too much high-end, not enough mid and low-end for me. So, here we go. It is time for my mother, aka Mimi, to uh, correct one of her five and five answers. And this will be the last segment on the show, so once this is done, there will be no outro music. There will be no plugs for websites. There will be nothing except for silence. This does not mean that the entire world has gone quiet. This just means that this episode of the podcast has gone to the end. It's run its course. And you are, once you hear that silence, once you don't hear any noise, this is a do. This is total a do. And I apologize sincerely. You can go ahead and listen to whatever you want after you hear that silence. Without further ado, I give to you once more, returning champion, my mother. Drops. <laughs> Hello? hello, is oh, this... Hello. 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 No, hello. Somebody's calling. Somebody's calling. It's Jesse. No, it's not. It is. What do you mean, no, it's not? No, it's not. Are you sure? Yeah. You're on speakerphone, Jesse. That's great. Yeah. I love uh, not only doing phone calls for the fishbowl, but having those phone calls be on speakerphone. Well, why is this? A, why are we doing fishbowl when I have 20,000 Daniels on my lap? Because I just, I only have one question for you. Okay. Okay. What's your question? What is the must-engage media, the movie, the book, the album that opened up your brain to the secrets of the universe? Oh, wait. There's two of them. I know one of they them. They are. They are Casper the Friendly Ghost and the Bullwinkle and Rocky show. Because... Can I have Not now. <laughs> is this for real here? This is high yeah. Dan. Okay, here's the reason. Casper, because it gave me my... Um, I can't do this now. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Casper gave you your understanding of the spirit world. Is that not true? <laughs> Yes, Casper gave me my earliest understanding of the spirit world, and Bullwinkle and Rocky gave me my love for wordplay. All right, enough of this malarkey. Hi, Dan Dan. <laughs> he's off. He's, oh, he's off gone on another mission. <laughs> he's gone to help fold the laundry. Those were both terrific answers. 
And I'm so glad this phone call went exactly this way. Um, any anything else? Um, well, everything just evolved from that, and uh, that's how it is. Okay, that's okay. all. I promised you I'd do that, so I'm doing that now. Well, I okay. Okay, <laughs> I guess <laughs> there's there are reasons it we don't. Better, usually, but that was good. We don't usually do this to follow up correction questions. <laughs> It turned out good enough. The whole, I mean, it, it turned out okay. The podcast, it turned out quite well. It wasn't as bad as I imagined it would be. Did you enjoy listening to it? I did. It, yeah, I really did like it. It was fun to listen to. I can't wait till tomorrow when I get to hear the next episode of our family podcast. You're going to love the next episode. You know who else enjoyed your episode? Uh, who? The co-host of So and Tell, Kate Zynard. Oh, oh, I'm going to have to put So and Tell on mine. You should. It's very good. Free shout out, I, free plug for So and Tell. So, okay, yeah, I've been, I've been meaning to put that on my podcast to listen to in the car. So now I'll do that. All right. Okay. Um, is it do okay I have to if listen I get... from the very beginning or can I just pick it up in the middle? Uh, you don't have to listen. You get to listen from the very beginning. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's what I was hoping. Every episode is a delight, hands down, no questions asked. But I had two children talking at the same time. I was on the phone and my other child was talking. <laughs> I thought I thought you taught us better than that. I'm going to let you go. You've got Mimi work to do. And I've got I don't want to smack her on the mouth anymore. Don't smack her on the mouth. That would be so bad. I can't do that. You could. I can't do that. You two will need to um, sit together on the sofa until you can look each other in the eyes and say, I love you. That's right. Do you know that I had to do that to my two grandsons the I other called, day? I called on the very day that they were contending okay. with that emotion. Okay. Okay. Yes. It happened. I'm so glad. It, the circle of life continues. Uh, yes. 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 All right, That's Mom. what happens. I love you. I love you, too. I'm going to get going, and you'll hear this on the Potpourri episode after okay. Dad's episode. Okay. Sounds wonderful. I okay. love you. I love you, too. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.